Welcome to the Best Belief Podcast, where we get unstuck and go through struggles in real time to show you that even though I struggle and I'm not perfect, with faith, intention, tips, and guidance, best believe you'll reach your vision. And don't be overwhelmed. I'm here to show you there's purpose in your pain. And when you fall, I'll remind you that you are a warrior and you will get back up no matter what season you're in. You aren't alone. Best believe we are going to get through this together. Rest in peace, Twitch. I used to watch him all of the time on So You Think You Can Dance. And it just shows that having your mental together is so important and that you should be checking on your friends because you don't know what they're going through. And a lot of my friends had no idea what I was going through. And I'm not saying that to say they didn't check on me because they did. I didn't have the courage to open up about it. And that's why I'm sharing this now because I know that my story could help someone. And I felt it on my heart yesterday to make this episode. And I had no idea that Twitch was going to be gone today. This just shows you that life is so precious. I want you to make the best out of it. So let's get in tune with today's episode. And please do not judge me for my tears and the nervousness I have in my voice because it's very hard for me to talk about. Let's do this. I just want you guys to know how nervous I am. I just tried to open this up so many different times and I kept stuttering and I'm just so, so nervous to share this with you guys. I really feel it on my heart and my soul and I might cry this episode, so please excuse it. But hold on. I really have to share with you guys the way that I truly felt when the domestic violence situation happened and when I got my black eye and I was suffocated, um, like the aftermath and not the entire aftermath because I will do like an entire episode about that, but I just really felt it on my heart to share with you how I was continued being manipulated and I really wanted to tell you a story that's super embarrassing to share but to show you where my mind frame was and how unhappy I was and how I just really wanted to die and I'm so proud of myself to be where I am right now because I never thought I would be here I never thought I would be here and so I really just I really am just speaking from the heart, no notes, no nothing, because I really need you to hear the pain in my voice. I made it through though. I really did, I made it through. And that was by the grace of God, like the devil, the enemy, they were just trying to take me out. They were trying to kill me and yet I'm still here. They knew what I was capable of. The devil did not want me to be where I am right now, like sharing with you guys how to get through tough times, sharing God's word, all the above. And if it wasn't for God, like I would not be here. I would be in the ground. And I say this because after I was punched in the face, suffocated the next day, He asked me to meet up and I met back up with him and 
we were sitting at a public park and he's sitting across from me looking at my face and he looks so upset about what he did and I literally couldn't do anything but just sit there with a blank face and I remember that the day before two days before or so before my eye happened I got a job offer to travel to Boston so little did I know God was setting me up to leave this whole entire time so I got my offer on the third I got hit in the face on the fifth and met up with him again on the sixth and this day like I said I was sitting there straight across from him looking him in the face like my face looked a hot mess uh I posted on my Instagram pictures of how I look so if you're curious and you want to see go ahead it's on my page but um in this moment he was still trying to manipulate me and when I say still I say this because after I was punched in the face he sent me all these messages pretty much telling me not to go see my family and I and I really want to read these texts to you and I'm gonna play you a voice note that he sent me and I'm obviously going to change the whole tone of the voice you won't even know it's a dude speaking right because this is not to bash him this is to teach you so that you grow and you don't let a man manipulate you you don't let a woman manipulate you especially if you're in a domestic violence situation where you really just have no power and if I would have listened to other people's stories I could have prevented meeting up with him the next day right and so within these texts so he says in case you didn't think this through if you go home we can never talk again I don't trust your mom to not do the most when she sees your eyes she barely messes with me as is so I'm sure she'd have no problem seeing me get locked up for that so if you go home I don't think we can continue being cool because it'll put me in a bad situation but if you go I won't hate you I understand but you should also get where I'm coming from I gotta stay free my son needs me so that entire message was manipulation throws in his son at the end tells me that I shouldn't go home or we won't be cool like we weren't gonna be cool anyway because you just punched me in my face uh, so then he goes well, I let him know basically I'm not going to press charges, whatever. And that's what I said at the time. Then he starts bringing up examples of why he thinks my mom doesn't care about him. And he said, so I just wanted to be sure that if you do something as stupid as go home, you obviously put me in a bad situation. And then I sent him a picture of my eye. And then I addressed what he said, and I said, you know, that's nothing personal, but I can understand your concern. I don't think it's right for me to have to hide my face or pretend like it didn't happen. I don't care about making up a fake story, but I also don't think it's right for you to expect me not to show my face at all. And at the time, I was willing to 
tell a fake story to prevent him from getting in trouble because I was just so concerned, still being manipulated. And then he said, like, I'm glad it's getting better. I'm deeply, deeply sorry. And then it's like, he does a U-turn immediately and goes, you suck at telling true stories and are worse at lying. So why would I bet my freedom on that when you could wait three to four more days and your eye will be good enough to post and be like, quote, okay, sorry guys, I took a week off from posting to deal with some personal things and I'm back. Do you bro, but whatever comes to me asking about your eye, mess around and get punched in they face too, cause I'm telling you what you should do and you never effing listen. So do you and don't apologize if it bites me in that because you are choosing to show your face for no effing reason. I don't think we should keep talking. The way your brain works pisses me off. And as you can tell, he's manipulating me, telling me to not show my face, basically saying if I wait four days, my face will be good. Uh, no, my face didn't heal for four weeks on the outside, externally. My face was bruised and hurt for longer than that. Like it hurt to smile, it hurt to do a lot of different things. I said, you're controlling this entire situation. You're telling me what to do and you have no concern about how I feel. You want me to deal with this on my own. I can't see my family. I can't show my face. I can't lie and say a different story. Do you not see how this affects me? To be hurt by a multitude of things and can't even be around someone I know cares about me, can't talk to someone who I know cares about me. And then he goes, that's not true. I do care about you, but I feel like you're worried about posting and seeing people with your eye like that, which could literally put me behind bars if you slip up on a lie. And you acting like I'm just supposed to trust you and be like, okay, awesome. I said, okay, if that's what you want to do, but we can speak when you get back. And that's when he sends me a message screaming at me. Like I said, I'm going to play it. And let me just play it real quick. Do you realize that every, every issue you have is emotional? None of that shit is fucking real! I can go to jail, you ain't gonna see your fucking mom and me covered in paper! Nobody give a fuck! I can go to jail, bitch! I'm not worried about your feeling better! I can go to jail! Why don't you understand that? After he sends me this voice message, he says, What the F is wrong with your brain? Leave me the F alone. Bye. You are literally turning me into the worst version of myself. Leave me alone. I don't think this is going to work ever again. I don't trust you. You don't trust me. I can't stand you. And you most of the time can't stand me. So what are we doing this for? Which at the time really made no sense to me because I wasn't even really replying at this point. And if I fast forward to the end of the text messages, he pretty much is telling me, Go to Boston, have fun, we don't mix. I'm a street dude who can't peacefully handle <laughs> trying him and you think the world belongs to you. We not on the same time. Leave me the F alone for your own good because I see you will never change the way you think and are and I honestly don't deserve to have to deal with that on God. So he was using God's name in vain. And then goes to tell me that I'm possessive, I'm annoying, I'm delusional and he doesn't want nothing to do with me. And then fast forward, I say, this sounds like manipulation to me. And then he goes, look, just disregard what I said. 
because honestly, my head was all over the place. I love you. I don't know how we got here, but I want you to be okay. So do what you got to do to be okay. That was a lie. <laughs> like, like that whole conversation was just manipulating, 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 like trying to take control of the whole entire situation. And at that point, like you can just see how just done I was. And the next day, like I said, I met up with him still. Like, why did I do that? I don't know. If I would have had someone to talk to about it, I probably would have listened when they said don't go. But I went. And he's sitting across from me implying that he still wanted to come to Boston with me even after the situation that happened. Because I haven't really explained the situation. I pretty much said, oh, if you stop talking to so-and-so, you can come. Which I knew he wasn't going to agree with that right because this person was co-conspirator co like witnessed all of my abuse happen right he pretty much flipped out on me for saying that and just a little side note this man brought me sonic like you really thought sonic was going to do something for me and i knew that he didn't buy the sonic for me because it was something that i didn't even like in there like, you didn't order this food with the intention of trying to make me smile. Like, it was nothing above. Like, I could tell this man did not care about me, obviously. And this is where it gets really tough to talk about. So after he kind of flipped out on me again, I was like, you know what? I just want to die. And I'm literally sitting there with a straight face. I'm looking at him in the eye. I'm like, look. I said, I don't want to die. I don't want to be here. I just felt so ashamed that I went through that. I felt even more ashamed that I'm hiding my face walking around. I, I even felt more ashamed because I had multiple friends that didn't even live far from me. And they literally had no idea what was going on. The internet had no idea what was going on. And I showed up every single day. And I just felt so ashamed that I never spoke up for myself. That I never left. And I was just ready to die. And I told him, and I'm like, look, I'm about to go kill myself. Like, he basically was like, well, if you're going to kill yourself, I'm dying with you. Like, you're not going to die without me. And, like, we got in the car. And I'm sure if he would have had a gun, like, that would have been a whole different story. Like, I don't even know if he had one on him. Like, I don't, I didn't feel like he wanted to kill me, right? But I obviously don't know because I'm being so manipulated. And I'm literally just like, look, I want to die. Like, just kill me now. Like, I'm about to go kill myself. And he's just like, no, we're going to die together. And he's like, how do you want to do it? And I was like, just drive really fast. Let's just go. I was just like, just drive fast. And I'll just go out like that. And then it was like, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit like popped up in my head as he started to drive off with us in the car, telling me to say never mind. And, and I did that. I said never mind. And then he pulled over and like let me out the car. I was so ashamed that I did not want to be here anymore and I really thought there was nothing else to live for. 
and for you guys to see where I'm at now, like, I'm just so proud. I'm just so proud. And while I'm dealing with a tough time, I'm trying to remember the fact that I made it through the worst time of my life not too long ago. And if this is someone else listening in, if you are getting messages like that, if you're wanting to die, like, don't give up. Do not give up. God is here. He will change your life around. He changed mine around. And while these memories come up and I feel that little bit of sadness, I remember how blessed I am. I remember how grateful I am. I remember how happy I am. I remember the the people that I have surrounding me now versus back then. And it's just like, thank you, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I've been crying the majority of this episode, but I just have to let this out and know that it's from the heart. And once again, this is not to bash him or the girl at all. Like, this is not to bash them. Like, I forgave them, but it still hurts to talk about. And now that I've calmed down a little bit, (laughs) I'm using this to show you that I'm not the only one that can get better and can heal. God is the healer. He is the deliverer. He took away all of my pain and my sadness. I'm really crying tears of joy right now. So I'm just going to end the episode here. But um, thank you for listening to me cry. And seeing where my mindset was at the time. Because, like I said, I never imagined in a million years that God would turn my life around. Just a little reminder that if you are going through something like this, you can get help. There's someone out there ready to listen, ready to help you get out of that situation. I'm one of them. You can always message me, share your thoughts, tell me what you're going through. Maybe I can offer you some kind of help, some kind of guidance to get out of that situation i'll be praying for you guys because you can get through this you don't have to remove yourself from this world it is not your time to go it is not your time to go listen to me again you're struggling you're contemplating on hurting yourself it is not your time to go the devil would have took you out if he could already but he couldn't So you still here, you gotta hang on with me. Best believe we are gonna make it through this together. And just know, Ephesians 6, 12 says, for we are not at war against flesh and blood, so that's people, but we are against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. That means spiritual warfare, which is what I was battling with. So just know, God is gonna help you make it through this tough time, just like he did for me. I put my trust in God and don't put trust in nobody They in my business trying to see what they can know about me I keep my distance cause I know they fall like oh I got me Gotta watch the devil cause he trying to take my soul out of me Oh, when you stay the realest, you gon' make it out 
I'm just trying to save the killers before they add out. I understand I'm from the trenches, come in front of bottom. They won't come to church, religious folks don't care about them. We gotta change, it's time to change, we gotta change now. Set the captives free and break the chains now. We got victory when the devil playing foul. Killing all these demons and the man die. Them shots in my body, I was traumatized. Put my faith in God, I can't lie. Christ, I need a great ring, yeah. I felt that pressure with my back against the wall. When no one there got me the only one I call. I had to change so I can save all of my dogs. They wanna be like me, but they don't know the cost. They killed my cousin and I couldn't even cry. I done seen so much my heart been broken so many times. Evil thoughts all in my head, but I don't pay no mind. I saw the God and tell myself that everything gonna be fine. God saved me from my old ways. Switch lanes from the dope game. Suffer from depression, now I'm okay. Now I'm catching blessings cause my soul saved I had a talk with God 